Okay. I'm ready when you are. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm set to right, go. I'm are recording. we going? Yeah, I was like, are we going? Are we doing this? We are. What are, are we here's, doing this? Here's the main thing. I have no fucking clue what we're talking about this week because I <laughs> keep forgetting to look at the, the schedule and I know you, sometimes you don't follow the schedule. Sometimes I fuck up the schedule like I did last week. So what was supposed to be last week is now this week. Okay. But that's to nobody else's knowledge. So, yeah. Um, this one's this one's going to be a hoot and a holler. Is it? Um, it is in that there will be limited hoots and many, many hollers all throughout the night. Because we'll be okay. fucking pissed. Um, so for those who have seen the title you know what this is for Haley. it's r kelly Ooh, yes see this is honey this is an interesting one because we're usually talking about like actual murder cases i mean we've talked about like the fire fest and like mm-hmm. a couple of other things like that so this is one of those cases that it's not a murder it's not a serial killer but it's still then again that we know of yeah that we know of but it's still a huge crime and highly publicized mm-hmm. and still going yeah like my uh, like spoiler alert my episode ends january 8th of this year well damn yes and there's more there's more we're not it's technically not even done yet but i i'll just i'll just get it started um so robert sylvester kelly was born on the south side of chicago illinois is it on the south side or in the south side on in Whatever. Can you tell that we grew up somewhere with a South Side? <laughs> his his middle name is Sylvester, so wow. We grew up in the fucking smallest states known to man. Well, your state is a bit bigger than mine. I grew up in the smallest state known to man's. So I have no idea. No, Rhode Island. Um, is. Every side. I know, I know. And then it's Delaware, but Connecticut is close. Okay, let me have this. I think New Jersey's the most. Uh, they're like the most people live in New Jersey, and like the the like compared to area. I didn't word that correctly i don't know how i'm saying it but like compared to the size of what new jersey is the most people live in like a per capita yeah yeah that's that's economics i think that might (laughs) be it what we studied in college um (laughs) fucking nothing (laughs) um so R. Kelly was born on January 8th, 1967, and he was the third of four children born to Joanne Kelly, who was a professional singer who raised her kids in the Baptist church. She sang lead in the choir at their local Baptist church. And his dad's identity, nobody knows who his dad was. He doesn't know who his dad is. He's been absent his entire life. And given that his mother died in 1991, there's little to no chance that anybody will ever know who R. Kelly's dad is. And presumably Interesting. if he like there was a there was a moment in time where R. Kelly was everywhere. And I feel like his dad would have come forward then if he was still alive. It's a personal Maybe. theory. I mean, he could always do like a DNA test. I'm sure he can. If he truly wanted to know who it was, he could <laughs> his probably DNA is in the system now. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> um zoinks okay and some some people just don't care yeah i mean so, i mean it's teach their own okay. but whatever yeah either way not 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 a key part of our story but we'll continue to hypothesize i think an absent father uh or an absent parental figure would be a key part of the story especially 
Uh, yeah, but I mean, technically, mentally technically, growing up, I guess. Technically, I guess, in the sense that his father was not present when he definitely needed an adult present. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Your development. No, but not like that. No, but not like that. All right, <laughs> I'm trying very hard to like keep See, it. I know the again. It's like one of those cases that I know the broad strokes because of like all of the the news surrounding it and how like publicized it was but yeah, i actually but didn't watch the know. documentary that i know you're going to reference i i so i didn't watch it because i found it upsetting but now i'm like i probably should watch it but as we've discussed before i can't watch these fucking things too soon before i do an episode otherwise the entire fucking thing gets plagiarized because i've got that kind of brain that just absorbs all of the recordings and the videos and the youths and shit like well, that. But no. I, I kind of felt like that with the um, the Michael Jackson documentary, like in the fact that it's too upsetting because. Like, yeah. Well, and, and so for me, the Michael horrible. Jackson documentary is so conf- like not even the documentary. The situation is just so confusing because it's like some people are like, no, he didn't. Some people are like, we'll yes, probably he did. have some to do an episode. Are like, on oh, he did it, this. this one's our defi- We definitely have to do an episode on it. But right now we're going to talk about another more confirmed pedo in yeah. the music industry. Um. So, the Kelly family, well, first of all, m- music was a big part of their life because their mother, Joanne, was, like, the, the in char- like in the choir and all that other stuff. Uh-huh. So, understandably, it was, part of a Ke- it was a part of Kelly's life, and he actually joined the choir when he was eight years old of, of his family's Baptist church. Mm-hmm. So, their life wasn't easy. In addition to not having a patriarch, not that you need a patriarch, but she's a single parent. Yeah, single parent households rough, um, no matter what gender the yeah. parent is. Yeah. Um, so the Kelly family lived in the Ida B. Wells Homes public housing project in Chicago's Bronzeville neighborhood, which his high school music teacher, Dr. Elena McLinn, said she told the LA Times that it was, quote, bare one table, two chairs. There was no father there. I knew that. And they had very little, end quote. One table, two chairs. Family of five. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't just his physical home that made his life difficult and the lack of chair to family ratio. Um, From the ages of 8 to 14, this is why Kelly could have used an extra parent hanging around, he was allegedly sexually abused by an older female member of his family. Oh. Yes. And he later said in 2012 that he didn't reveal this because he was, quote, too afraid and too ashamed, end quote. So, yeah, I mean, never I feel like that happens a lot. Oh, yeah, it does happen a lot um, because then it happened again. And it's oh, so terrible. Yeah. Um, when he was 10 years old, he was also sexually abused by a male friend of the family. Jeez. So, yeah. Um and he later theorized to GQ magazine, um, which I wrote a typo that was very confusing. And it says, Digi, like Digimon, for those who had that kind of a life growing up, DigiQ magazine. And I'm like, mm, great. No, I don't think that's it. Um, but so he later theorized to, D- to GQ magazine. Now I'm starting to do it in 2016 that he actually believed the female family friend abuse uh, family member abuser um had also been molested as a child and that it was this cyclical sort of thing yeah saying quote as i'm older i look at it and i know that it had been 
had to be not just about me and them, but them and somebody older than them when they were younger. And whatever happened to them when they were younger, I look at it as if there was a sort of like, I don't know, a generational curse, so to speak, going down through the family, not just started with her doing that to me, end quote, which hmm, you're you're speaking like something of an expert on this subject, R. Kelly. Wonder where that idea could just well, kind of spurt into your brain. I, and he's, I mean, he's going curse. He's um, I don't know if he's the most reliable source, but he's not wrong he's not. in what he is theorizing is that it oh, is no. like there is the cycle of abuse that that happens and it only stops when um, people can get help and learn like grow from their experience and not let it. Um, take over their entire life and have therapy, 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 and don't continue the cycle of abuse. Like, it's not going to stop if nobody gets help. Exactly. But, um, so just, he did acknowledge that. And then when he was 11 years old, going back to his childhood, um, he actually was shot in the shoulder while riding his bike with the bullet is allegedly still in his shoulder. Yeah, that happens. Sometimes it's harder to to uh, get bullet or fragments out and they just yeah. decide to leave it in. Yeah, it can happen with those god-fucking mechanical pencils from grade school and it can happen with a bullet. Yeah. Do you remember those? I knew people that had metal, that had, not metal, that had lead still in their <laughs> their, their hands yeah. and their feet. And Yeah, it happens. Um But so, yeah, so Kelly said that he was shot by some boys who were trying to steal his bike. However, a family friend said that Kelly actually had shot himself in an attempted suicide. Oh, jeez. Which, think about it, he's 11 years old. I know, both are terrible. Well, with everything he had gone through up until this point. Yeah, he'd been, at this point, sexually abused by two different people for the past year. Yeah, and living in a difficult... um, Home life. Home life, yeah. And I mean, and the fact that it was so plausible that people went, oh, yeah, like he got robbed. Like, yeah. that doesn't that's not a good thing either. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so in 1981, Kelly enrolled at Kenwood Academy in Chicago, which is where he met Dr. McLean. She was the high school's choir director and music teacher. And Kelly actually calls her his first musical mentor and a, quote, second mother, mm-hmm. end quote. So Dr. McLean encouraged her shy freshman student to perform Ribbon in the Sky by Stevie Wonder for the school's talent show. And he was so shy that he actually wore sunglasses and he had to be like physically like brought onto the stage. Yeah. Be like, come on, come on, Robert. Like, let's go. Um, he's, he still won first place. Wow. Yeah. Um, however, due to an undiagnosed and untreated learning disability, which is believed to be dyslexia. Okay. He ended up dropping out of high school and instead began performing under the Chicago Transportation Authority L-Tracks. And he also formed a musical group with some friends called MGM, which stood for Musically Gifted Men. Wow. Okay. And so I was like, that's something teenagers would come up with. Yeah. Um, We're men now. Um, So Kelly gained national recognition in 1989 when he, along with his bandmates, appeared on the talent TV show Big Break, which was hosted by Nat King Cole's daughter, Natalie. 
Oh, okay. Um, Natalie Cole, we know her. This will be an everlasting love from the parent trap. We know it. Um, we love it. We know all the words. But um, so Kelly went on to win the $100,000 grand prize for that for that little damn shtick. Yeah. And then in 1990, MGM recorded and released one single, Why You Want to Play With Me. Okay. And, and then they disbanded, after which Kelly signed with Jive Records in 1991, which that same year, music industry legend Barry Hankerson, look him up, you know the things that he's done. Okay. Introduced Kelly to his 12-year-old niece, Aliyah Dana Hofton. All right. Better known as just Aliyah. Yes. All right. I well, you didn't. You didn't like. <gasps> and I know that you're not very reactive with my things, but still. No, I knew this part of the story. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you knew all of this because some of this stuff, like I knew the general story of this, but some of this shit is fucked. Um, which obviously it's fucked. Why else would we be talking about it? We don't talk about like puppies and kittens on this show. That's for after the show when you all send us the puppies and the kittens and the hamsters True. and the chickens and like subliminal messaging, subliminal messaging. I know some of you are holding out on us. Yeah, some of you. I know some you're holding you got out. Pets that you're not showing us, and it's kind some of, of you have pets, problem. and I, and honestly, like keep it up. I'm not afraid to call some of you out. I'm really not. You hear that? I hear it. Hear that, Beth? I'm not afraid to call somebody Whoa. out. Uh, <laughs> By name. Homegirl's got dog mom in her bio, and I have <gasps> not seen a single bit of ed- evidence any way. That's a true crime in and of itself. Um, so Kelly took Aaliyah under his wing, and she became something of a protege to him. Um, he had a lot of like young female protégés what's from the, what's my the research. What's the difference at this point? Because I'm... She is 12. Okay. Um, and he had... He is, I think, 24-ish. He's what? 20, 24-ish. Okay. Yeah. It's not cute. No. It gets worse, I mean, but it's he not could cute. A, he could definitely babysit. He could definitely babysit. But anything more is a little sketch. Yep. Um. So, Yeah. On November 9th, 1993, Kelly released his first solo album, 12 Play, which featured, I can't speak, the single Bump and Grind. And that was his number one hit, like his first number one hit, I should say. Okay. Um, It spent a record-breaking 12 weeks at the Billboard Hot R&B Singles chart at number one. Okay. Which is, yeah, that's fucking three months, dude. That's like a quarter of the year. Yeah. Yes. Math? Okay. Um, I like that I look to you and be like, was that right? Sure. I'm just going to agree. <laughs> yeah, okay. So then in April 1994, Kelly's single, Bump and Grind, hit number one on the Billboard Top 100, making him an overnight mainstream success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A month later, 15-year-old Aaliyah released her debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little... Which- on the nose isn't it it's a little on the nose especially given the fact that it was almost entirely written and produced by kelly yeah someone should have said something about that somebody should have had a question i'm sorry um so on august 31st 1994 the two secretly got married at the sheridan getaway suites in rosemont illinois by reverend nathan j edmund thought about not including the rev's name but then i was like you know what no he married a child and an adult so we're gonna say his name yeah well not not cool dude no decidedly not cool 
Um, the marriage certificate was fraudulently filled out to say Aaliyah was 18, not 15. And Kelly was 27. Kelly was our age. Marrying a 15-year-old. Some of the kids I used to babysit are 15. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want that. Yeah. I not, don't want that. Not cool. Not not fun. Not chill. Sexy. I'll say it. It's not sexy. No. You're with Elsa, a child. Why? 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 What why? do you have in common? 27. You're in your prime. There's a lot I mean, of 27-year-olds. 15 you're technically in your prime too just for just somebody your own age and i'm not i'm not shaming her because she was clearly like he's he you i'll get into it he was very predatory but yeah mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. and with mm -mm. with all like like he like obviously musically helped her like in his in her career so like there there's that kind of thing that he has over her and oh, obviously like she she looks up to clearly looks up to him as a she, musical artist she looks up to him but she did have a crush on him as a kid but then when kelly found out about it he was like all right then we're getting married it's official yeah see here's the thing we're, that's when what you were that's like, literally how it happened and she was like, just like uh between like 12 and 15 of course you had crushes on like adult celebrities because you're a child and you're, you're learning what the hell is your sexuality and what's going on well and let's not forget hot for teacher because again she was his protege so it yeah. is like a hot for teacher situation yep. i would know because i happen to be seeing a very hot teacher and he happens to have at least one student crushing on him a month which i never cease to remind him of because i think it's fucking hilarious percent also he's a young teacher <laughs> everyone has exactly a crush on he's him. the only young teacher <laughs> they have they have uh, his staff photo on their walls. Oh, they 100. They, they, I, I found a, I won't say the school that he teaches at, but I found a bingo they did one, one year. Like, I think it was either, all my years are running together. This past year has just run together. It feels like five. So at some point they had a bingo card for like things that like you'd, like you'd love about or something like that. And he was on it twice. We're going to have to, cut or we're gonna have to bleep the school name because you said the school name oh fuck elliot <laughs> it's all right just mark down the time we'll just oh. bleep it we're not gonna cut it it's fine i'm um, gonna be like this time stamp i accidentally say insert school name here <laughs> um we don't so, have a beep yeah. sound effect so God, elliot will just have to go beep <laughs> no record some record some kitty sounds perfect just and then they'll think that it's pussy school. <gasps> okay, um, I'll try to do that. <laughs> so now that we're on that tangent, but anyway, like he had he had a lot hanging over her. Yes, he 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 was an adult. He should have known better. Exactly. Like she was a kid. Um. So they get married. Yeah. And in an interview later on in 2008, Kelly's tour manager, Demetrius Smith, said that he, or former tour manager, he's not his tour manager anymore, um, said that he helped expedite the wedding by getting her a fake ID, saying she was 18. And he, here's the other thing. There are so many adults that are, like, aiding this. Uh-huh. And it's not like, and you're like, oh, my God, I totally forgot she was 15. Everyone clearly knows that she is a teenager. A yeah. And are helping them fake this. So yeah. you know it's wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, and even if even if he didn't know it was wrong, he's asking him to get him a fake i to get her a fake ID. Okay. When you get a fake ID, what age do you want it to be over? Twenty one. Exactly. F- fucking fire alarms should have been going off. This dude is just we, dropping we just, red flags everywhere like they're fucking pretend, petals, and he's a flower girl. We just have to pretend she's at least eighteen. Yeah, that's not that's no bueno. Okay, uh, uh, uh. Um. So yeah, months later, in February 1995, the marriage was annulled after not only the public but Aaliyah's family found out, and they were fucking pissed. Yeah, no shit. I'm d- finally somebody so, is fucking yeah. paying attention. So her family and she filed the annulment. They basically, uh, how I picture it, kind of held her hand and walked her to the courthouse and was like, we're doing this now. And, and pr- promptly grounded her afterwards. Oh, no <laughs> doubt they grounded her Tommy Phil- figure wearing ass. Um, so Kelly then, 1995, February 1995, they get divorced. A year later, Kelly married his former backup dancer, Andrea Kelly. Another Kelly. Another Kelly. Well, yeah, that's how it works when you marry somebody and they take your last name. Oh, I thought I thought it was her maiden name. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so they would go on to have three children. Okay. Um, his age? <laughs> Not the kids. His oh, new okay. wife. Okay, I was like, oh, you are you are bad a thousand. Um, yes, his wife was an appropriate age. Okay, good. Um, didn't need a fake ID to marry him. Okay, yeah, that's so, the bare minimum we're yeah. looking for. <laughs> yeah, isn't that sad? Could she drink at the wedding? I have no idea, but the good news is she was allowed to get married in the eyes of the state. Yeah. So then, fast forward to May 1997, and Aaliyah filed to have all of the records of her marriage to Kelly expunged in Cook County, Illinois, which is where Rosemont is, uh-huh. saying she was not of legal age to get married, she didn't have her parents' consent, and she had completely cut contact with Kelly. Apparently, she had not spoken to him since the marriage was annulled. Okay. She completely cut him off. The two refused to speak about their marriage. Um, those sources from Aaliyah's, or Aaliyah's former record label, Virgin Records, said that Kelly's name was not allowed to be mentioned in her presence and that she refused to talk about him. And, like, nobody else could talk about him in front of her either. Shit. Yeah. Nonetheless, both Aaliyah and Kelly asserted that their relationship never went past friendship. Hey, Kelly. I mean, you're Kelly. Hi. Um, Best part is one of my closest friends is Kelly. So hi, Kelly. Um, (laughs) But Haley, you're my friend. Do you want to get married? Yeah, sure. Let's get married. Let's fucking do it. Sorry, Elliot. (laughs) Let's get married. just like... Of course something else happened. Like obviously something else happened. And like, she's I having mean, such a, such a reaction. I mean exactly. She, she's not forced to talk about it. Obviously, if she doesn't want to talk about it, that's her deal. It's their relationship. Like nobody else should have any part in it. But if she has if she's having such an intense reaction to even the mention of his name, yeah. Obviously something traumatic of whether course, whether how, it was yeah. verbal, physical, sexual, what whatever it was. It Nobody has that reaction for no reason. You weren't friends exactly. and then your parents made you break up and then you've completely stopped talking to them and cut off all contact and can't even hear their name. Like, yeah. Something happened. Yeah. Um, so 
understandable that she wouldn't talk about it. However, Kelly wouldn't talk about it either. And he later said of their relationship, quote, out of respect for her, out of respect for her mother, who's sick, and her father, who's passed, I will never have that conversation with anyone, end quote. That was in like, that was in the 2000s. That was in like 2008, 2010s, like somewhere around there. Um, which, cause I just think, I, I feel like it's important to mention around when he said this because that's so convenient for him. And interesting that he doesn't mention the fact that Aaliyah is dead as well. Hmm. Okay. Her mother, oh, her father just passed. Um, she's been fucking dead. Spoiler alert. It's, it's actually, it's honestly pretty tragic. Um, but Aaliyah died in a plane crash in 2001 when she was only 22 years old Ugh. and she was like on the brink of success. She had been in some movies. One that I vividly remember from when I was younger was Queen of the Damned with, I think, Stuart Townsend was okay. in it. Um, she was, she, she had that, I made that Tommy Hilfiger reference. She had that campaign going. Like she was, she, she was like, positioned to be as popular as like a Beyonce yeah or as a Christina Aguilera or a Britney Spears like she was like up there yeah um so yeah why wouldn't you mention that you're and let's if we're not gonna talk about it your ex-wife is dead yeah but we're not gonna talk about it for the respect of her dead father yeah weird yeah I don't fucking get it um, seems a little bit, seems a little bit straw graspy to me, but whatever. So then in 2019, however, Kelly's lawyer, Steven Greenberg, who is just a fucking rodent and we'll get into it. He appeared on Good Morning America and swore that Kelly had, quote, no idea, end quote, that Aaliyah was 15. That's. That's just, I mean, that's just a straight up lie. Like, you ask. You don't need Jerry Springer to determine that's a fucking lie, okay? You ask somebody to get you a fake ID for her. Yeah. That said she was 18, not 20. Yes, yes, yes. But no, so Greenberg said, quote, my understanding is that she did not claim to be 15, and in order to get married, she had to lie about her age, end quote. So... To quote our Lord and Savior Oprah, what is the truth? Yeah. So honestly, I don't think I even need to ask because unfortunately, I think we all know the truth. But like, oh, that's just the beginning for this guy. This guy is who like homie is like the Mitch McConnell of. Can I say that now? I can say that now. Senate minority leader. I can say that now. Um, He's like the Mitch McConnell of celebrity attorneys. I'm going to put that out there now. All right like bold claim. he's he's oh no it's not a bold claim it's uh, you will find out very quickly not very quickly because this is a long ass episode but you will find out it's a it's he's he's no good he's no good um so in july 1986 kelly and his entourage were involved in a brawl at a health club in lafayette louisiana one of the victims needed 110 stitches oof that's facial stitches excuse me not just any stitches. He didn't need it in his arm or his leg. His fucking face. Yeah, your face isn't that big. 110 stitches? Holy exactly. Shit. Exactly. So then on August 13th, 1997, so over a year later, after Kelly was found vic- guilty of battery, he was placed on a year's unsupervised probation. 
This is after the public found out that he was married to... A child? A, yes. Yeah. And so he's on unsupervised probation. They're not even going to watch this motherfucker. And less than a year later, on April 8th, 1998, he was arrested on three misdemeanor charges of disorderly conduct, including one charge of violating noise ordinances by playing his music fucking loud from his car. All right. Despite violating his, you know, probation, charges were dropped. Mm, okay. Some of which on my fourth birthday, also FYI. Fun. Some, some, some of those, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I also will say that it doesn't surprise me that the noise ordinance charge gets dropped because nobody fucking pays attention to those. Case in point, my new neighbors. Ooh, let's start some shit. Oh, I'll at them too. I said to Michael, I run a true crime podcast. No offense, Haley. You're not part of that narrative. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was like, I run a true crime podcast. Fuck I was me, like, I guess. don't you understand? Oh, please. Um, I was like, don't you understand? I know already. This is what makes other people kill people. I was like, they need to watch it. Yep. <laughs> they were playing music until one in the morning, Haley. They were one in the morning. Um, straight up murder God them. help me I, I'm considering it or at least I'm gonna go in and murder their fucking washing machine because it's off its bearings and you just hear bum, 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 bum. I, I guarantee you because just God adult hates me things. yes just adult things but I guarantee you because God hates me we will hear it in this episode just mark my words we'll and see. I'll mark it down I'm ready for okay. it I'm excited oh you should be excited because I will fucking lose my mind um, so yeah so on February 25th 1998 <laughs> Moving on, moving right along. Does she need therapy? No. On February 25th, 1998, Kelly won three Grammy Awards for his song, a little tune known as I Believe I Can Fly. Love it. From one of the best movies to come out. I was about to say (laughs) best movies to come out of the 90s. Fucking Space Jam. And apparently he only did that song for Space Jam because Michael Jordan was a friend of his and he was like, yo, can you like help me out and like do this? Good. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, not perfect, but... The movie was perfect. I mean, yeah, and that's what I'm yes. talking about. Okay. So yeah, so he won three Grammys: best R&B song, best male R&B vocal performance, and best song written for a motion picture, television, or other media. Didn't win record or song of the year though. Ooh, burn. Ah. Um, it's it's all I got. It's all I got. So in addition to those nominations and awards, Kelly has received a total of 25 Grammy nominations to date. Damn. Yeah. So. Also, given all of that success and notoriety, it's no surprise why those fucking charges were dropped and why he got unsupervised probation. Yep. Um, I'm 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 gonna level here. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Kelly was a powerful dude, and coupling that with the fact that we were also, as a society, not nearly as connected as we are today with the internet and social media and all of that at the time, and how news spreads so quickly, a lot of this went down. how do i put this kelly's takedown is going to be a slow burn yeah technically it's still burning well i remember i remember there were rumors years before anything actually like came out so it's not like it's not like it was a secret no it was it was a poorly kept secret if anything yeah um like everybody kind of knew that he had a penchant for very young ladies um like i wasn't even like a massive fan or anything like i know the i know the hits but like yeah uh, i knew that um so yeah in 
this all kind of comes to a head in December 2000 when the Chicago Sun-Times published an article by reporter Jim DeRogatis, which revealed that aspiring singer Tiffany Hawkins sued Kelly in 1996 for $10 million, alleging that he, quote, engaged in inappropriate sexual conduct with her, including but not limited to engaging in group sexual intercourse with her and other minors, end quote, in 1991 when she was 15 and he was, excuse me, well, I gag, 24 years old. Ooh, not great. No, not great. Um, Kelly responded by countersuing Hawkins for $30,000 in punitive damages. (gasps) What? And he said that she was blackmailing him Uh for, quote, substantial sums of cash, end quote. Great. And a recording contract by threatening that she would, quote, widely publicize the false allegations, end quote, that Kelly was the father of her child. Okay. All right. However, Hawkins's lawsuit doesn't mention a paternity claim. Kelly's never mentioned blackmail. Um, the only time blackmail is mentioned was the lawsuit documentation. The lawsuit in and of itself, blackmail was never mentioned again. Okay. So that takes the wind out of those fucking sails, but ultimately they reached a settlement outside of court on January 23rd, 1998, just over a year after Hawkins filed the lawsuit. And four days after she gave a seven hour deposition about her encounters with kelly jesus yes so hawkins allegedly received only two hundred fifty thousand dollars in this settlement remember she asked for 10 million yeah and she was required to sign a confidentiality agreement in order to even receive the fucking money damn yeah so and we're not even done yet of course not The article alleged that Kelly met two of the girls mentioned in the article, Hawkins and one of her friends, when he went back to visit Dr. McLean at his former high school. Yeah, seeing you met somebody that you dated at a high school. Oh, no, 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 And you were also a high schooler. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't say that. This is is Goddess saying, like, I, I researched this. Um. Hawkins's friend, the one that he also met at the high school. So basically, both of these girls were in Dr. McLean's choir. They both were aspiring musicians, and Kelly preyed on that. Yeah. Using his celebrity and using his influence and knowing what they were after as not just, like, even as a teenager. Teenagers crave attention. They crave fame. They crave all of that. Yeah. Um... So Hawkins's friend spoke candidly in the article and told DeRogatis that she would even testify against Kelly should he be prosecuted for his actions. Like she was ready and raring to go. She was like, I'll talk to whoever. And she said, quote, I just feel like it's going to come out in the light anyway. I'm not trying to bring him down because really, honestly, I think it has to be a sickness. Looking at the pictures of how me and Tiffany were when we were freshmen, we were ugly little girls compared to what he could have had. And so I just didn't understand why he did what he did, end quote. She also told DeRogatis, quote, he told me and Tiffany both, if you want to be serious about the music, you have to be at the studio and not at school because school isn't going to make you a millionaire. At 16, that's like a dream to us to work with R. Kelly. So we listened to him. I think that's a sickness, end quote. 
Yeah, I, and also I think on his part, it's a little bit of like self-consciousness that like oh, because yeah. of his undiagnosed learning disability, he could not finish school. So he felt uncomfortable, um, probably uncomfortable with people who are like more educated than him. Well, I mean, I don't even think it was just that. I think he was uncomfortable with it in the sense of also like, for example, um, he has he has talked about very recently, actually, um, I'll get into it. But he released a song in 20 in 2018, 2019 um, when he was at the Grammys and they were having him read off the teleprompter. He basically said he said that he taking this with a grain of salt because, I mean, it's his word against who knows what. Yeah. But he could not read the teleprompter at the Grammys with like the thing they had, they were having him read and he basically had to like riff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's got that learning disability. It's beyond just dropping out. He also has a learning disability. Yeah. And so there's that self-esteem issue and it's just, it's, it's, I mean, clearly he's not, he's a sick puppy. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but that's no excuse. Um, so despite meeting these two girls at his, at his former high school, Kelly would find most of his victims actually by having his assistant put quote, tiny balled up notes with his phone number into the palms of their hands backstage end quote, no, at concerts and music videos. No, no. Music video shoots, excuse me. As shit. Hell no. Gross. One woman said that she began a sexual relationship with Kelly at the age of 17 when she met him on the set of the music video for his song, If I Could Turn Back the Hands of Time, which I'm sure he's singing a lot lately, yeah. in 1999. And she told DeRogatis, quote, his assistant gave me his number. And from there, we just started talking over the phone. I had told him the truth about my age. I don't believe in lying, but he was trying to woo me out there to Chicago, despite the fact once I brought up the whole thing of, well, I have to ask my mother, he was like, you told your mom? Well, just wait then. End quote. Yeah. See, that's immediately red flags. Like you should be, you shouldn't have to like be hiding a relationship from anybody. No. That's but. so sketchy. It continued. They talked long distance and engaged in phone sex until the woman turned 18, at which point Kelly bought her a plane ticket and flew her out to Chicago, where they had sex before Kelly told her he could not continue with the relationship because he was married. Definitely not because she was no longer underage. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I immediately thought you were going to say she turned 18 and he got bored. Mm-hmm. Basically. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But he also had put in a lot of work, so he wasn't going to not get his. Um... So, yeah, so this girl told Dirigatis, quote, I do believe he does have a problem. I look back at it now and I think I was stupid. Why the hell did I even go out there at all? There are some couples that there is a big age difference. But in this situation, I think he really does have some kind of sexual problem. When I was flying out there, he was like, you need to act older. There's a 15, there's 15 year old girls who act like they're 21 years old. And I was like, oh, really? I'm not that old. And even if I was 30 years old, I'm not that type of person who's sticking their booty out. I'm sorry. End quote. Huh. Okay. So something tells me he also didn't like that. And then was like, oh, you know what I just remembered after we've been having phone sex for the past year? I'm married. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Totally Plum forgot. forgot. Yeah. <laughs> So inspired by some of his victims coming forward in this article, a former intern at Epic Records named Tracy Sampson 
sued Kelly for luring her into, quote, into an indecent sexual relationship, end quote, when she was 17 years old. Mm. Simpson alleged that she was, quote, treated as his personal sex object and cast aside, end quote, saying, quote, he often tried to control every aspect of my life, including who I would see and where I would go, end quote. Yeah. Yeah. And as with Hawkins's suit, Kelly settled. Yeah. But it didn't stop there. Because when would it ever? No. On February 3rd, 2002, less than a week before Kelly was set to perform at the 2002 Winter Olympics, by the way, a video allegedly showing him, everybody kind of knows this one, having sex with and urinating on an underage girl was leaked. The unnamed source who leaked the video also sent that and another to DeRogatis at the Chicago Sun-Times because they were like, oh, you you did this expose, so here you go. And DeRogatis, like, turned it over to the Chicago PD. Yeah. Like, that was that. Just as prolific American rock icon Smash Mouth said... <gasps> They don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, no. and they don't stop coming. They never do. And the allegations against Kelly did not stop coming. So while DeRogatis is turning over these little videotapes, in April 2002, a Chicago woman named Patrice Jones sued Kelly for impregnating her while she was a minor and alleged Kelly forced her to have an abortion. Oh, God. When he found out she was pregnant. Well, I mean, obviously, when else would you have an abortion? But like, yeah. And then a month later, another woman by the name of Montina Woods sued him for videotaping them while they had sex without her consent. Oh, wow. And as was Kelly, Kelly's prerogative. I know it's a Bobby Brown song, but just like, let me have it. Both cases were settled out of court. Yeah, because I think bringing it to court would just cause too yeah. much publicity. And then all of them going to court would be like, okay, wow, now we have to actually keep an eye on this guy. But because exactly. the internet... No more unsupervised probation. Yeah, and because the internet is not huge yet and there aren't like a lot of people talking about it online, it's almost like it was right at the time where he could still get away with doing all of this. Yeah, I mean, and this is... I know that especially as people who grew up in the time when the internet like was burgeoning and it was like what's the word that i'm looking for? like we've lived with it our entire lives basically and social media wasn't too far behind i mean google images alone was invented less than a year before that april 2002 lawsuit yeah like it's Still very new and green. I'm pretty sure Ask Jeeves was still a thing at that point. Yeah, there was only like a handful of websites. Yeah. So there weren't. And they like, weren't good. There wasn't like, uh, like there's a bunch of Reddit threads now that's like, what's the, your most disappointing celebrity encounter? <laughs> Definitely like stuff like this would have been on there and, and mm -hmm. people would have started connecting and being like, wow, this happened to you? Wait, this happened to me when I talked to this person? Yeah. That, I mean, it's the takedown of Ellen DeGeneres, pretty much. It's it's the takedown of Ellen DeGeneres. It's the takedown of another um, rap icon, even though R, R. Kelly isn't a rap icon, but a music industry titan. Lil B, the based god, has been fucking targeting underage girls, specifically their feet, weirdly enough, for years yeah 
and having them m- like mark themselves with his name like ha- being like send me pictures of you like in lingerie with your name written on my name written on your tits or wherever the fuck like i mean it's rampant yeah but it's stuff that people know now yeah now that now people know they're not alone and like this weird thing is happening with this person it's like you can connect with other people and find out if, if right people are going through similar situations right so 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 that's all happening and meanwhile on june 6 2002 Kelly was indicted on 21 counts of child pornography. That's a lot. 21 is a lot. Definitely more than 18, am I right? Um, so he was arrested at his vacation home in Davenport, Florida. He pled not guilty, was like, oh, no, I swear, that's not me in the video. I just believe I can fly. And was released after spending one night in jail when he posted bail, which was set at $750,000. Yeah, he's a fucking celebrity. Yeah, you don't think he can get that money real quick? Obviously. That same month, Polk County Sheriff's Office found 12 images of an underage girl who was allegedly Kelly's 13-year-old goddaughter (laughs) on a digital camera in his Davenport, Florida vacation home. (sighs) She was wrapped in a towel in a duffel bag. Um, in, the, okay. in these pictures on this digital camera. Okay. Um, and the pictures allegedly depicted Kelly, quote, involved in sexual conduct with the minor, end quote, in said vacation home. So according to the Chicago Sun-Times, the girl was allegedly the same one in one of the videos Diragatis turned over to the police. And authorities arrested Kelly while he was on set for a new music video and charged him with 12 more counts of child pornography. Wow. And what an arrest that must have been. Jeez. In front of like everybody everyone yeah. on his set. Like, uh, we love to see it. Um, like a cab, but we love to see it. So for those counting, though, we're now up to 33 counts of child pornography. That they've found. That they found. Yes, that they have found. Unfortunately, these charges were dropped when a Florida judge ruled that the photographs were illegally seized and therefore inadmissible. Ugh. That's so... I don't know about that. Like... I'm wondering if the judge happened to buy a brand new yacht that same week. I mean, I... Well, I know that's the law. If if there's an illegal seizure of something, then it's inadmissible. But, like... If it's clear as day, if it's photographs, exactly before before Photoshop was like huge that people were like can doctor a photograph within an inch of your life, like th- like there's almost no denying like it's exactly. him and this kid. It's and, like in his house, and it's this kid. And not only it's just like it's clearly a kid. It's believed to be his goddaughter. Yeah, you shouldn't like if you have clear photos of something like that, they shouldn't be off just because the photos were gotten in a not legal way yes if they were i don't know the circumstances of that search and seizure either yeah um but regardless it was thrown out and on february 18 2003 kelly released his fifth studio album chocolate factory which featured the hit single that enabled kelly to presumably live out his dream of being at every high school dance all at once ignition remix i mean 
I I mean, it's going to be a controversial statement. I know. Uh, he everything that he did was horrible. He's an absolutely gross human being. The song is still a bop. Oh, I know. The song fucking slaps. Like, and if you don't know it, don't look it up because it is a fucking bop. And Kelly doesn't deserve the plays, and he definitely doesn't deserve your three minutes of enjoyment. And there is there's a other bops ejaculation out there. joke in there somewhere. Yes. Um, but at the time, but, yeah. but at the time, it was whew, it was good. Um, like that came on, and everybody like it did not fucking matter. Like my mother, who hates fun, would have been out on that goddamn dance floor. Like yeah, it did I mean, not matter. Yeah, it was the remix to Ignition. Yeah, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Um, like trust me when I say that we're saying this because we care, and you're gonna be mad at yourself. Like we are. If you really want it, illegally it. download it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the best way because you can't even listen to it on YouTube because it gets the money from the YouTube. From the YouTube. I'm my grandmother. Um, no, I'm not even my grandmother because my grandmother doesn't call it the YouTube. She calls it YouTube like a normal fucking person. My dad calls it his YouTubes, plural. My grandma is so cool that I was helping her sign up to get the vaccine the other day and she made her password. I am 93 asterisk help. <laughs> Great. And she is, in fact, 93. Happy birthday, Grandma. Grandma's birthday was last week, and I love her to pieces, and I would kill for her. Um, is that healthy? Probably not, but I love my grandma. So, yeah. Ignition came out. The album debuted at number one. It sold over 532,000 copies in its first week. Like, it's clearly a success. He is clearly a success, and... Well, there was a lot of success commercially in his life at this time. Um, wasn't so successful in his personal life. Uh, Andrea, his wife, filed a restraining order against him in 2005 after an altercation, physical altercation, I feel like I should specify. Yeah. Which then led to her fil filing divorce a year later. So they were married for about 10 years. And then the impending trial kept hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock some of which include when judge vincent goggin goffin i'm not sure g-a-u-g-h-a-n gone like vaughn okay i'm not sure either way he fell off a ladder and hurt himself in 2006 so the trial was delayed huh. and then kelly suddenly needed an emergency surgery for a burst appendix in 2007 and so the trial was delayed and then the lead prosecutor decided that she was going to have a baby in 2007 also, and so the trial was delayed. Okay. Then, after the trial date was set for September 2007, the judge postponed it again. For what fucking reason this time? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. But, like, just a reminder, it's 2000, September 2007, and it gets pushed. Kelly was initially arrested in 2002. Yeah, right. Summer 2002. It's been five years. Let's Ultimately, it would take six and a half years. Yeah, it would take six and a half years for this to go to trial. Um, it eventually happened in May 2008. And even then, no surprise, nothing came of it. Um, after a four week trial and one whole whopping day of deliberation, on June 13th, 2008, the jury found Kelly not guilty on all counts of, I don't know if you forgot, but child pornography okay not guilty right. and the best part is the worst part part of 
the reason, not even part of, the whole reason for this was because the girl who was believed to be on the tape, at this point she was 23 years old, she refused to testify. and She shouldn't have to. No. And apparently a factor for this may be that a federal prosecutor later alleged in 2019 that Kelly had paid off key witnesses for the trial. I'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, he had so much um, fucking time. And money. And, like, people. Yeah, exactly. So, that was part of it. But whether or not that's the case, I, 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 I just, her decision not to testify is completely valid considering how fucking traumatic that experience must have been but also she was a minor at the time yeah and she's so far removed from it now that it's like i just want to get on with my life i don't want to have to think about well and reliving that yeah and people and sitting there while they're surveying while they're looking at evidence of you being in a sexually compromising position as a minor yeah like no 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 but yeah so the prosecution instead called 14 witnesses, including several of the alleged victim's relatives, former friends, and basketball coaches, to identify her on the tape, to be like, yep, that's her. Oh, God. And they all were like, yep, that's her. And one witness, Lisa Van Allen, under the promise of immunity, testified that she had a threesome with Kelly and this girl. Uh. So not only was she like, oh, yeah, that's her oh yeah and i was was there there. yeah helping out when she and kelly were fucking but no the jurors were like well what if if she won't testify how do we know she's real i don't know how do we know it's really her yes all these people said so and one woman got immunity because it was so serious for her to say that she had sex with her and R. Kelly. But what if she isn't real? Some of those trials are like absolutely wild. And it's like, fucking bullshit. It's Florida. Now, yeah, it's now not Florida, we get to, but it's Florida. Like, have them on YouTube and stuff and they're readily available. Like you can watch like yeah. the whole like Jody Arias trial, the Casey Anthony trial. Like they're online. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I believe you could. I don't think this whole thing was televised. I don't remember. I didn't focus on that part in my research very much, but I do know that it was caught that he just kept going when he was acquitted. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I was like, get the fuck out of here, Scarlett O'Hara. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Jesus wants nothing to do with you. Yeah, right? Goddamn, Anton LaVey would want nothing to do with you. But yeah. yeah. It's one of the uh, the big tenets of the Church of Satan. Exactly. Even, even <laughs> Satan to- doesn't like this shit um but honestly i just i really hope i with all of this stuff that's coming out now i really do hope that those jury members just get to live every day knowing what they did and that they continued to perpetuate this by not doing anything about it i mean i wouldn't say it's anyone's fault but his i mean yes but at the same time they had the opportunity to put him away and they I'm sorry, that's a bullshit excuse. What if she's not real? Yeah, you know what? They got that fucking Maria robot. Was that like an actual thing that was said at the trial? Yes. Not at the trial, but like after the fact. They were like, well, we weren't sure if she was real. And we like, we weren't sure if that was really her. Um, Her family member clearly had like a problem with R. Kelly. And I'm like, no shit. He fucked their underage kid. Yeah, that's... I mean, uh, fucking Aliyah's family probably had a problem with him, too. Are you going to say that that was not well within their rights? 
Yeah, right? Um, like, oh, Christ. But yeah, over the next decade or so, Kelly continued to walk free and found plenty of success and notoriety along the way, including three number one albums, performing at a series of high-profile events. Profile events? I can't speak. I'm too mad. Um, like the 2010 World Cup and the 2011 Grammy Gala and Whitney Houston's funeral in 2012 and the 2013 Coachella Festival. Wow. Just to name some. Yeah. Um, he was doing great. He also released an autobiography on June 28, 2012, titled... Okay. Are you ready to cringe with me? Yep. Okay. Solar Coaster, The Diary of Me. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's a horrible title. It's just... It's so fucking... Solar Coaster and The Diary of Me together. They're Individually, they're bad together. Oh. Yeah, The Diary of Me sounds like something a 10-year-old girl would write. And Frank didn't even fucking do that. And Solar Coaster... Does, it just doesn't even make any sense. No! Well, because he was like, I'm the king of R&B, R&B and soul, and I'm the Pied Piper of R&B. You sure are, bud. All right, whatever. Um, but yeah, it has a 3.9 out of 5 on Goodreads, and the synopsis is, yeah, that's too much in my opinion. But um, yeah, the synopsis is too long, like way too long for me to subject anybody to. Uh, so I'm just going to give you some of the clearly written by him highlights. Because this is like the back of the book jacket type yeah. of thing. Legendary, oh, excuse me, quote. Legendary writer and producer who has collaborated with such music icons as Michael Jackson, Celine Dion, Jay-Z, and Aretha Franklin. Visual cultural messenger who created the hip-hop phenomenon trapped in the closet. Creative genius, sex symbol, the man mm -hmm. who puts the R in R&B. End quote. Yeah, sex That's symbol one. is him. You're gonna he have to. That. You're gonna have to he sharpie out that on all the books. I'm sorry, you wrote trapped in the closet. I would not even call that a hip hop. Please don't look it up. It's very very funny. But again, he gets money for the views. Um, but it's literally it's like what is it? Haley, like 27 parts, like a 27 part music yeah, video, yeah, something like that. It's 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 a fucking it's a fucking novel, but in music video form. Um, I will say Fallout Boy did it much better. But that's all I'm gonna say. The other excerpt that I wanted to read, because I just, I can't. Quote, Kelly reveals his hard-won ascent to superstardom and his battle to move forward after legal and personal ordeals that threatened to destroy mm. his life. Part memoir, part keepsake. Solar coaster unlocks the door to R. Kelly's story as only he can tell it, promising his fans an intimate and unforgettable ride, end quote. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that he promised his underage fans an intimate and unforgettable ride oh. many times. I'm sorry. Poorly, poorly written. He should not. Yeah. This he is, should uh, not. This is fucked. It's, it's very fucked. Um, but interestingly, for a book that claims to be an exclusive tell-all, he was oddly silent about his marriage to Aaliyah. Yeah, it's probably I because he was going to get fucking sued by her family if he said fucking one word about her. True. Um, and he also barely addressed, if you can call dancing around the subject and playing the victim addressing it, the sex tape and the child porn allegations. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But then, as John Mulaney's dad famously said, though not about this, the other shoe dropped. And it dropped, my children, in the form of BuzzFeed News expose inside the Pied Piper of R&B's cult. Parents told police their daughter is being held against her will in R. Kelly's cult. Yeah, I remember when this all happened. Oh, yeah. Um, it was published on July 17th, 2017, and written by none other than our boy, Jim DeRogatis. In the article, Kelly was accused by three sets of parents that he was holding their daughters against their will in, quote, an abusive cult, end quote, in which the... The girls were required. I'm I'm having trouble. I'm having okay. They Take were required to call him daddy. Uh, no, I'm like I'm yeah. That's why I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I don't like um, that. I don't like it. Um, they were also completely barred from contacting and alienated from their friends and family. Uh, Deva Goddess also interviewed women who were quote former members of Kelly's inner circle end quote who confirmed that Kelly lived with six women and, quote, controls every aspect of their lives, dictating what they eat, how they dress, when they bathe, when they sleep, and how they engage in sexual encounters that he records, end quote. Oh, Lord. The women, oh, it, it gets better. The women were also forced to wear baggy clothing whenever Kelly was not around. They were not allowed to look at men in public and forced to keep their heads down. And they could not even leave their rooms without Kelly's permission. Okay. Goddamn Belle and Beauty and the Beast had more freedom than this. So, one of the women, Geronda Pace, even broke an NDA that she was required to sign to share her story about Kelly having sex with her when she was a minor. Yeah, I think that's okay to break that NDA. Oh, hell yeah. Um, But, like, the fact that she, in the face of all of that intimidation, was like, no, I'm going to speak about this. Like, that's just, that's brave, in my opinion, at yeah, least. 100%. Yeah. But another woman, Kitty Jones, claimed that she was starved, physically abused, and coerced into sexual encounters with other women. Um, and it just, it was a fucking mess. You can still find the expose. It's it's a long read, but it's a good read, I promise you. If you enjoyed, like, the Gypsy Rose, like, Dee Dee Blanchard retelling you'll enjoy this it's in the same like vein so to speak but yeah so in addition to inciting rage and disgust all across the world the piece prompted the women of color branch of the time's up movement to call for a boycott of kelly's music and performances generating the trending social media hashtag hashtag mute r kelly yep and it was widely well-received um steve harvey was in support of it uh john legend who we'll talk about later he actually he not only was like supportive of it he retweeted the whole thing and was like i stand with these women because like i believe women or some shit like that and was an actively used hashtag mute r kelly like we we love chrissy deacon's husband um that's all he does right did Just he do something else? Yeah, does he do something else? I wouldn't know. Um, so, yeah. In response, Kelly's management said that while he supported the movement in principle, what? targeting him was, quote, the attempted lynching of a black man who has made extraordinary contributions to our culture, end quote. Okay. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, Jocelyn Savage, who was a woman whose parents told the police and DeRogatis that she was one of those people being held captive by Kelly and forced to perform sexual acts as part of being in his cult. She denied being held against her will in a video that she sent to TMZ and was like, put this on your website. Yeah, I remember saying, that one too. quote, I'm fine and happy. I haven't been brainwashed, end quote, which is exactly what somebody who's brainwashed would say. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, so then it gets better. It gets worse. Interchangeable at this point. On March 28, 2018, BBC World Service aired a documentary entitled R. Kelly, Sex, Girls, and Videotape, which like, like, I get what you're trying to do, but maybe not. Yeah. Um. It was directed by Joyce Trazo and presented by reporter Ben Zand, and it explored the allegations made in DeRogatis's article further, like they kind of dove into it. Uh, Jones, Kitty Jones, was one of the people interviewed as part of the documentary, as well as Kelly's former friend and collaborator, Lovell Jones, who specifically said that Kelly would ask him to scout out women, quote, that looked young, end quote, when they were at parties, and said that it was, quote, common knowledge end quote, that Kelly preferred his his women on the young side. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, it, that has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's I, I couldn't really find it anywhere. Um, but if you find it, let me know. And I probably won't watch it because this stuff sickens me. But if you find it, sure. Um, this was then followed by the release of the BBC Three documentary, R. Kelly, The Sex Scandal Continues, the following, like, that May. Uh-huh. Um, and that included interviews with Savage's parents. Okay. Yeah. So then on April 17, 2018, a woman named Faith Rogers filed a criminal complaint with the Dallas, Texas Police Department that Kelly had intentionally failed to tell her that he had an STD and therefore intentionally gave it to her. Yeah, that's horrifying yeah fucked up that's some charlie sheen shit so the following month rogers sued kelly for sexual battery and quote willfully deliberately and maliciously end quote infecting her with herpes in new york yeah so she alleged that she was in a relationship with kelly when she was 19 after the two met during an after party for one of his concerts in san diego and san no san antonio texas um uh, can you tell that i miss being able to leave my apartment that i'm talking about san diego which is like close enough um so she was held captive in new york for nearly a year during which she was forced to call kelly daddy and she said he would lock her up for hours at a time both in her room and in a van oh he had child locks on the van oh jesus I know. Um, Rogers also said that he even introduced her to one of the women that Kelly allegedly said he was, quote, raising. Because for those who don't know, for those who don't remember, um, he basically was like, I'm not keeping these girls captive. I'm raising them. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Like, they're, they're, they're young. They're young girls. And therefore, I am raising them. They call me daddy because I'm their daddy. Like, not because I'm their daddy. Like, it, it, the whole thing was fucking gross and weird. Um but allegedly, Kelly threatened to retaliate in an attempt to silence her and intimidated her into dropping the lawsuit. Okay. No, I take that back. Not intimidated, past tense. He threatened to retaliate 
in an attempt to silence her and in an attempt to intimidate her into dropping the lawsuit. She did not drop the lawsuit. Okay. I misspoke. Because um, I was like, no, she didn't. What are my notes talking about? Um, meanwhile, <laughs> in response to the ongoing protests from Time's Up, the University of Illinois in Chicago canceled an R. Kelly concert that was to be held on their campus. Also, his lawyer, not Greenberg, personal assistant and publicist all quit. Yeah. Okay, Sound familiar, Donald? You remember that, Donald? Does that sound does that sound like something Everyone you would remember? Leaves you. Donald. Um furthermore, on May 10th, Spotify released a statement announcing that they were no longer going to promote or recommend R. Kelly's music on their platform. They removed him from all of their like recommended playlists. Yeah. Everything. Uh, saying, quote, we don't censor content because of an artist's or creator's behavior, but we want our editorial decisions, what we choose to program to reflect our values, end quote. Apple and Pandora followed suit and made pretty much the same announcement a few years later that they were also doing that. However, after being basically criticized for saying that Kelly was guilty before he was even going to trial, mm-hmm. um, innocent before proving guilty... Uh, Spotify ultimately reversed their decision the following year and instead introduced a feature in which listeners could select the option, do not play this artist on a musician's Spotify page. Okay. Okay. But at the same time, I didn't even know about this. I didn't know that there was an option to do that. So clearly it was not well publicized. Like, oh, you can get rid of, you can get rid of whoever. Cause like, no offense. But there are some artists there that are if definitely I hear them artists. one more time. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely artists. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm done with you. Yes. One in particular, I one would call him a baby. Maybe that's why he's so lonely. Mm. I don't know. Um, can't stand him, though. Canada, Canada can take him back. But, yeah. So that was how they responded, basically. And then, as I alluded to before... On July 23rd, 2018, this is the part where he talks about not being able to read on the teleprompter during the Grammys. Yep. Uh, Yeah. So he talked about that in a 19-minute track he released. Well. Called I Admit. On which he put it on SoundCloud. And in it, he admits literally nothing. Literally nothing. Clickbait. Clickbait. He vehemently denied all of the allegations and confesses to literally everything, like fucking his best friend's girlfriend, done. Fucking his wife's best friend, done. Cheating on his wife, done. Like, taking drugs, yup. Like, everything except for, What he's going to court for. In trouble for. Yeah. Um, At one point, like, it turns into a diss track about (laughs) DeRogatis. Cool. All right. Um, then it was like some kind of we are the world type thing about helping inner city kids in Chicago, which like, yeah, but that's not why we're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, it's 19 minutes, so I'm not going to read you all of the lyrics and I'm certainly not going to play it for you because, again, we're not giving him any money. But some of my favorite lines, I've, I've written them down here, um, pretty much in order of how much I've enjoyed them. So whenever you're ready. Go for it. Okay, first one. Quote, been a grown man since age 11. Mind on the guap since seven. Rest in peace, my homie Kevin. All right. 
I mean, I like <laughs> I I like a white girl in her mid twenties who's reading rap lyrics. I mean, that's just it's just fantastic. But also, those but lyrics are is, a little crazy. This is I didn't do it by Dr. Seuss. That's literally what this is. It makes yeah. no sense. Um, and we're not even we're not even getting started. But that one was my favorite because I was like, when who's Kevin? Kevin? Well, are we talking Kevin? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are we talking about like the kid from Home Alone? Like, who are we talking about here? Um, and then another one is quote: "I admit I've been tempted by drugs. I admit that I just need a hug." Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Haley, it's 19 minutes of this. Yeah, just <laughs> desperately rhyming things. And sometimes not, which is a great segue, because next one is, quote, okay, okay. I admit I was feeling stupid, staying in the Homewood Suites. No disrespect. That's basically like, <laughs> Homewood Suites, three stars. Wow. End quote. I'm pretty sure that was a Yelp review, but I can't be sure. Sounds like it. <laughs> um, all right. And then another good one is, quote, only God can mute me. End quote. All Which, right. Like, yep. Bold claim. And then another one. I didn't just find this funny. I also found it just like, I'm like, I, I, you'll see. So it's, quote, I admit I'm a gift and a curse. End quote. Okay. Which, first of all, I'm like, okay, buddy. When I first read that, I literally was like, yep, gonna tack that down. It's early on in the song. I was like, that's gonna go for one of my favorites. But uh-huh. calling it back to the beginning of the episode, remember when Kelly said that his family was cursed? Yeah. And that's why that that woman molested him? Uh-huh. Like, is that a subliminal message? Like, I'm a curse? As in, like, I am, like, what I have done is the product of my family's curse? I don't know. I don't either, but I thought that was kind of interesting, so I thought I'd pose the question. Uh, Mr. Kelly, if you're listening, don't fucking tell me. I don't want to hear from you. Next up, quote, what's the definition of a cult? What's the definition of a sex slave? Go to the dictionary. Look it up. End quote. Okay. (laughs) Suddenly I'm back in seventh grade English. And finally... Quote, they trying to lock me up like Bill, like Bill, end quote. Cosby? You know. Yeah, as in fucking Cosby, who went to jail that year for, okay. you know, yeah. being a Drugging fucking and rapist. Raping women. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, if you're going to try to defend yourself, maybe don't use a convicted sex offender Yeah. as your, like comparison yeah wow like i mean i just i just like throughout the entire episode i just like him less and less oh you'll you'll like him even less in a minute because that's not all oh god on january 3rd 2019 the moment that you've been waiting for for the past hour and 15 minutes or so the first two parts of the six-part miniseries surviving r kelly yep premiered on lifetime Oh, yeah. The other four episodes aired over the course of the next two days. And in addition to interviewing some of his victims who said Kelly lured them into sexual relationships when they were underage and subjected them to mental and physical abuse, 
Members of the music industry also spoke out in the docuseries, including Chance the Rapper, who later said his part was taken out of context, Charlemagne the God, which to me is fucking rich considering he's been accused of rape himself, but mm. I'll save that for another episode, and Chrissy Teigen's husband, John Legend, yeah. who can do no wrong. So one out of three ain't bad. Uh, talk show host Wendy Williams, hashtag MeToo movement founder Tarana Burke, University of Chicago School of Medicine professor of psychiatry, Dr. Candace Norcott, and Kelly's ex-wife, Andrea Kelly, were also interviewed for the series. Uh, Kelly's former tour manager, that guy that I told you about, Demetrius Smith, yep. he was also interviewed saying, quote, that's the way it was. We worked for him. This is what he wanted. And so this is what we were supposed to give him, end quote. Against the law? <laughs> I was going to say, Demetrius, you're really not helping yourself. Yeah, you're, you're going to break laws just because this guy apparently well, is, yeah. is a god? It was what he like, wanted. No, no, that was Charlemagne the god. <laughs> just like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you clearly... Like, and it's not just like... Yeah. It's not... I mean, there's different yeah. levels of crimes, but this is something that's like... Huge. heavily a crime yes yeah. this is like decidedly a crime this isn't like oh is weed a crime this is this is not it's not like a victimless crime like no. there's clear victims that do not deserve that what the, what happened to them exactly and nope nope not, like demetrius you're just you're digging a hole honey but yeah um i do want to note so in total over 50 people were interviewed for the miniseries a lot of celebrities refused to participate, including cool. Lady Gaga, who he collaborated with. This song, I think you might be able to look up because they did a performance of it at MTV, on MTV. Haley, you probably remember this, where she was basically like the Monica Lewinsky to his Bill Clinton. And the song is, I believe, called Do What You Want With My Body. And that's literally like kind Ooh. of, oh, it's... I don't remember like, this. I, he, 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 he was featured on it, so it wasn't like a single. Was this like um, early just Lady a big Gaga? little monster. No. Oh. No. This was, I want to say it was, um, it wasn't art pop, and it wasn't applause, so it was before that, and I, it was, it was, I think it must have been, I'm I mean, to, could the lack of celebrities be due to NDAs. It could be due to NDAs. Um, some of them, I don't think it's due to NDAs, just because they're. Uh, I'll. I'll like say you more. think they had a closer um, relationship, and that's why they wouldn't talk. Yeah, like oh. Celine Dion wouldn't talk. Oh. Jay Z wouldn't talk. Uh, Erica Badu wouldn't talk. Mm. Dave Chappelle wouldn't talk. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. And Surviving R. Kelly was nominated for an Emmy Award for Outstanding Informational Series or Special. It has a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, an 84% Google score, and a 95% tomato meter rating, an 85% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And you can find it on Netflix. And I think you can also watch it for free on Lifetime. Okay. Um, don't quote me on that one, but you can definitely see it on Netflix unless you know you can't. But yeah. All right. Um, the response to the series was widespread and swift. Concerts in the U.S. and New Zealand were canceled two weeks after the episodes aired. Wow. Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox 
made a public request for other victims of Kelly to come forward to tell their stories so that they could receive justice. Yeah. On January 18th, Sony announced that in response to the miniseries, they were dropping R. Kelly from their record label. Mm-hmm. On January 23rd, BBC News published an article written from the account of a woman named Asante, Asante McGee. Um, who met Kelly in 2014 and went to live with him soon after. Uh, McGee said that she lived with Kelly and other women before finally moving out, saying, quote, he controlled every aspect of my life while I lived with him, end quote. Mm. McGee also alleged that Kelly forced her to have a sex trainer, uh, saying, what? quote, oh, okay. oh, honey, I'll tell you what, quote, or rather McGee will tell you because I'm quoting her, but... Quote, her role was to train me and other girls how to sexually please and satisfy Robert. According to both Robert and her, they had been sexually involved together for 16 years since she was 14 years old. As she had been with him for so long, it was like she was the head girl in school and she used her position to verbally abuse me. I remember one day she and I got into an argument and Robert said I had black woman syndrome oh he said that i didn't like being told what to do by a younger black woman and that he wasn't going to let me a black woman tell him what to do end quote wow okay fucking gross yeah meanwhile remember that slimy little bastard greenberg that i told you about Uh uh-huh so meanwhile he's basically watching his money disappearing before his eyes and starts throwing these temper tantrums in the press and for this one he goes quote it just didn't ever happen end quote Mm -hmm. you see the mcconnellism now um so then on february 22nd 2019 fox the um state's attorney for illinois for cook county indicted Kelly on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four women, three of whom were between the ages of 13 and 17. Ugh. Attorney Michael Avenatti also turned over another tape in which Kelly allegedly sexually assaulted a minor. Turned that over to Fox. Mm-hmm. Kelly was arrested and submitted a plea of not guilty before being released on $100,000 bond. Could they have tried less yeah that's seems... i know that's the judge that's not fox yeah but like could they have tried less yeah so then on march 6th the interview heard round the world was released during which gail king spoke with kelly on cbs this morning remember this oh my god yeah it was like parodied on snl and everything too right fucking art it was it was the it was the cold open yes yeah, <laughs> i will yeah, never yeah. forget it leslie oh, i miss leslie jones um so for those who don't know After King kept asking Kelly about the allegations, Kelly finally jumped up out of his seat, screaming, quote, stop it. You all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my fucking life. Y'all killing me with this shit. I gave you 30 years of my career, end quote. Mm. Be quiet, Tiffany. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Um, he also, my personal favorite line from this fucking train wreck that Gail King so skillfully piloted was, quote, I've been assassinated, end quote, when he had not, in fact, been assassinated. Yeah. 
He no. was decidedly, with the exception of that one in his shoulder, bullet free. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Very mature. Like the pinnacle of maturity, if that pinnacle of maturity was a little kid getting caught with his hand in the cookie jar five minutes before dinner uh-huh. after being told dessert after dinner. Um, so yeah, that same day, Detroit police began investigating a woman's claims that Kelly had sex with her in 2001 when she was 13. And Kelly was arrested for failing to pay his ex-wife, Andrea, $161,633 in child support, which, though he would be released three days later after an unidentified individual paid his balance. And then he was like, I'm on a gag order. My daddy lawyer says I can't talk. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta learn to shut the fuck up, dude. But but Haley, he was assassinated. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. So the day after Kelly's interview aired, CBS aired another interview conducted by King in which she spoke with two women who lived with Kelly. The women said they were not being held against their will and denounced their parents who were alleging that these girls were being brainwashed. However, according to King, Kelly remained in the room for the entirety of the interview with these yes, two women. So that's not a correct interview. Of course. It's like when CPS makes the parent leave the room when they interview the child. Like, it's it's so obvious that they weren't going to get, like, yeah. remotely true answers. But um, on May 30th, 2019, Cook County prosecutors charged Kelly with 11 additional sex-related counts, which described him allegedly sexually assaulting and abusing a minor. Okay, another one. Yay! Another one. Then, on July 11, 2019, Kelly was arrested, allegedly, according to Greenberg, while walking his dog on multiple federal charges based on events involving sexual activity with five minors in multiple states. New York, Connecticut, Illinois, California. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one of those that's like, uh, if it was one case... Obviously, like, you got to listen to the victim. You got to listen to, like, the person who allegedly did whatever they did. Um, And, like, it needs to be figured out what happened. But if so many people are, like, if it's happened to so many people. Exactly. How can it be not? They're just the ones that have come forward. Yeah. Like, Like, the one girl who... Uh, didn't want to testify i'm sure there's a ton of people who don't even want to admit that this happened exactly i mean and even kelly said himself he never came forward with the fact that he was sexually abused as a child because he was ashamed and he was afraid and like yeah why else that's that's what happens with some victims that's how it works um like it's unfortunate but it's it's traumatizing that's the whole point of it some people do not want to revisit that trauma especially because i mean look how long it took him to get that one uh trial like it could be dragged out like now you're just in the media just constantly so i'm sure and lots of people uh probably um again like it happened when they were minors they're not minors anymore they're just trying to like live their lives possibly they Mm -hmm. have current relationships possibly they have children like yeah it's hard and to go let's through. not forget like remember with the elizabeth smart case like one of the hardest dif- like the one is hard blah i can't speak i almost said one of the hardest difficulties which fun yeah um very on brand. both of them but 
one of the hardest things for her, remember, I believe she said, was having to, like, talk about her sexual abuse with her parents there. Exactly, yeah. And like, the fact that her family even... was so religious, like, that's another yeah. element that we haven't even talked about. It's like, yeah, some people's religion, like, yeah, it's just the fact that so many people have come forward. You have to think of, like, how many people didn't. That's the that's a big thing. Exactly. Exactly. So these charges, um, they included 13 counts of producing and receiving child pornography and telling minors to engage in criminal sexual activity. Four counts of producing child pornography in Chicago, five counts of enticement of a minor to engage in criminal sexual activity in Chicago, sexual exploitation of children, forced labor, failing to disclose a sexually transmitted disease to sexual partners, producing child pornography, and kidnapping. Jesus. In New York. Yeah. Also conspiring to threaten victims, racketeering, obstruction of justice, and hiding evidence from law enforcement. Just and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, right? Just keep adding shit to it. Throw the fucking book at him. Oh, do you want them to? Yeah. Because, like, they can, it. and they will. They they will. So less than a week later, on July 16th, Kelly pled not guilty. Surprise. A federal prosecutor called Kelly, quote, an extreme danger to the community, especially minor girls, end quote. Mm-hmm. And Judge Harry Leinenweber ordered him to be remanded without bail, calling him a flight risk and a threat to minors. Music to my yeah, goddamn finally. ears. Yes. So Greenberg continued to whine, tweeting that it was, quote, an unprecedented assault by others for their own personal gain, end quote. I have a feeling there is only one person in this situation concerned about their own personal gain, and I have a feeling that person is Greenberg. Yeah, people who are making money off this asshole. Yeah. So along with these charges, remember when you asked for more? Yeah. Okay, here you go. The indictment from prosecutors in Illinois alleged that Kelly had sex with multiple minors around 1998 and 1999, and that these events were filmed. Yeah, the indictment as his said, Yeah, exactly. The indictment said he also was accused of allegedly intimidating victims and their families who tried to report him to the police, and he forced them to take lie detector tests to make sure that they had no copies of the videos he made. Uh, okay. Allegedly, Kelly even arranged for a victim and her parents to travel outside of the country when he was first indicted in 2002 to prevent them from talking to the police. Yeah, we need to get this guy not talking or tap his phone or something. Like, yeah. He can't yeah. be coercing witnesses like this. No. But then on August 5th, 2019, Kelly was charged with soliciting a minor in prostitution in Minnesota following a 2001 allegation of inviting a girl up to his hotel room and paying her $200 to remove her clothing and dance for him. Yeah, and that's Yum. that's another thing. Like, this guy's a huge musician and did so many concerts and stuff. Think mm-hmm. of all of the places he went and where mm-hmm. this could just be a one-night stand type thing. Exactly, and it's international. Exactly, yeah. But it gets... It, it's it's It gets a little... Uh, So, despite Greenberg's continued social media whining, because of course he had something to say about this as well, Hennepin County State's attorney Mike Freeman said, quote, Minnesota victims deserve their day in court, and that's why we're here. In my view, too many prosecutors are ignoring victims. This one doesn't, end quote. Damn. You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? Is it That's the sound of my underwear flying across the room. Like... That's all, Michael, if you're listening, that's all you got to say to me. This prosecutor, 
this one doesn't care about ignoring victims. I like oh damn. I I just damn. Damn. I'm 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 a little heated. I'm a little hot. Now. Remember that marriage to Aaliyah? Yes. Okay. Just making sure you didn't forget. Way back in the beginning. Yeah, I know. How could we all forget? But well, on December 5th, 2019, federal prosecutors in New York charged Kelly with bribery related to the purchase of that fake ID that enabled them to get married in 1994. Wow. All the way uh-huh. going, throwing it all the way back. And they were able to do that thanks to the racketeering charge, because with that, prosecutors can, quote, introduce acts from any time period that were part of the alleged conspiracy, end quote. And that's according to the New York Times, okay. which includes, yes, this marriage, if you can call it that. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. So they were also able to pinpoint exactly who he bribed to get that fake ID. Damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they took it all the way back. Oh, they, uh, they're so fucking good. Um, so meanwhile, Kelly was denied bail in October 2019 again. And then again in April 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic. Remember that? What? What's that? That, that little blip of time <laughs> that nobody is going to remember? What? It wasn't a, <laughs> Am a I laughing huge, or crying? <laughs> it wasn't a huge national, international crisis that we're still no. all living through due to the negligence of one orange person. No. All right. President David S. Pumpkins never. So Kelly is incarcerated at Metropolitan Correctional Center in Chicago. And in March 2020, prosecutors seized more than 100 electronic devices, including iPads, hard drives, and smartphones from a storage facility of his before delaying the trial for six months due to, again, this pandemic that everybody seems to know about except for me. And prosecutors also updated the charges to quote add yet another victim end quote to the list of allegations and for those who have lost track understandably that brings us up to six thing i don't like it unsurprisingly kelly pled not guilty to all charges i wonder if he knows any other words yeah right um then in august 2020 three of his associates were charged for attempting to harass, intimidate, and even pay off his victims in the racketeering case. We need to fucking not have these people be contacting other people. We need to have them just not be walking around. Yeah. Which they shouldn't have been doing anyway, because it was a fucking pandemic. But anyway, yes. Allegedly, one of the victims was offered $500,000 to keep quiet, But that was the most benign attempt at witness tampering because another victim allegedly woke up to her car having been set on fire in her driveway. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And one more was threatened to have sexually explicit photos of her released to the public. Yeah. Arrest all these people. Put these people away. Arrest these motherfuckers. Yes. Crazy. Yes, and as usual, the sniveling little vermin with the backbone of a chocolate eclair, Greenberg, said that Kelly had no involvement in these attempts to intimidate his victims. If he didn't have any involvement, then the people mm-hmm. who were witness tampering uh, were doing it out of the goodness of their hearts for fucking R. Kelly. Yeah. Obviously, also, they were being paid by somebody. And also, he's got a history of 
intimidating and bribing not just witnesses, not just victims, but just like random people that can make a fake ID for his child bride. Yeah. So that brings us to last month when the New York Times reported that Kelly is set to go to trial in Chicago on September 13th of this year. Meanwhile, more shit continues to hit the fan for Mr. Kelly. In October 2020, Andrea Kelly's 2014 divorce court filing against R. Kelly was unsealed, revealing that she claimed her ex-husband allegedly molested a preteen girl in 2009, touching her, quote, in a sexually inappropriate manner and made advances toward her that were sexual in nature, end quote. Ugh. You ready to get fucking angry? I've been angry this whole time. I know. You ready to get more angry? Sure. Lay it on me. The motion went on to say that, quote, the DCFS caseworker slash investigator specifically and personally advised Jane Doe's mother that despite the fact that the caseworker believed that the events occurred, she had no choice but to deem the matter unfounded based on the length of time between the events occurring and Jane Doe reporting the incident. End quote. Yeah, not due to the fact that this man is on billboards Everywhere. and yeah. has dollar signs for eyeballs. Like, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. And and I, I mean, I've said it many times before and I'll say it again. Fuck the statute of limitations on sex crimes. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like, that's fucking bullshit. But yeah. And then just to wrap this up, a few weeks ago on January 8th, Kelly took to Instagram for his 54th birthday to sing some new lyrics to his 2011 song, Shut Up. I can barely, I can barely keep it together. All right. Now, I'm going to read an excerpt, but if you know the words, feel free to sing along with me. Do Follow it. the bouncing ball. All right. All together now. Quote, a tsunami of rumors have come to wipe my career away. After 22 years of a blessed career, had me lying in my hospital bed, crying mad tears. Mad tears. But just as I have many people hating me, Beaten. had so many people loving me. Everyone. End quote. I appreciated the backup on that. Thanks. Thank you. I was really just um, real time dream reacting. Team. Dream team. <laughs> but that's how all of his songs go. Like like how you how um i was reading the the lines from i'll admit like that no disrespect disrespect line yeah. from homewood suites that was literally like a backup like singer going no disrespect like <laughs> yeah i mean god even so if you like read the lyrics of uh ignition it's just like huh <laughs> after the show it's the after party and after the party it's the hotel lobby i mean sure Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Yeah. Well, pretty... Something tells me, Haley. You know what? Something tells me, Haley, that R. Kelly will not be hot and fresh out the prison for quite oh. a long time. And with that... <laughs> We're done here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm sure we'll have something to talk about when I guess this... I'm going to guess the trial doesn't happen in September. But um, um, it better happen in September, because if it doesn't happen in September, that means that it's because of COVID and your wedding is a month from then. I'm not talking about it. 
I'm, you, they, I'm they going to canceled the trial because somebody fell God. off a ladder because somebody was pregnant <laughs> because blah 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 blah. They're gonna cancel it again because somebody stubbed their toe. Like yep. it's gonna be Greenberg. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, maybe we'll do like a little follow up update. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. um, you know, the website it's crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. Our email, crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Um, we're mm-hmm. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Join the Patreon. And I think that is it for this week. I mean, I don't have anything else planned. Right. <laughs> Do you? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, well, it's been a week. It's been a week. I mean, another week in paradise. We have a new president. Right? I mean, it might be paradise soon. We don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So. Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> listen to better music. I mean, listen to the Dave Matthews band. I need, I need, I'm not even a huge Taylor Swift fan. Please don't come for me. Neither but am I. But I need somebody to, that's how we get bad reviews. Somebody needs to like Taylor Swift and it's not going to be me. So I vote it's you. Um, I mean, I liked early Taylor Swift surprisingly yeah, when it was more country was, which i don't before, like but yes but she wasn't a bully then yeah i don't like that's really don't, what it comes down here's to. the other thing i don't like music that like every single song is a diss about somebody else oh i was about to say that camilla bell diss track i didn't even like camilla bell because i was fully convinced that i was meant to marry joe jonas and nobody else but come on i don't like she's any- better known for the things she does on the mattress whoa isn't uh game of thrones girl married to jojo sophie turner sophie turner yeah. i do know her they name i just baby. forgot for a second i know i love sophie turner She's i so approve gorgeous. i oh. went that's why i went to the jonas brothers concert in la which was like one of the last concerts i went to before i don't know what happened i've just been in my home for the past year just and just so weird um and i actually i said to michael i was like i need to go because i just need to have this like one-on-one with him to let him know that it's okay for him to move on and that I've moved on as well. Yeah. And the funniest part of that is for those who went to their their tour, their like comeback tour, I didn't know they did a um I'm just talking about this now because I just I'm I'm still unhealthy. Um surprise. Do we cut the they, podcast off or do we just yeah, fade this we, fade this out? Can we fade it out? Could we fade it out into love bug, please? I don't think we can. Um, I know, but I wish. Um, they they partway through the concert, they actually have a stage that is built into the crowd that nobody can see, and the people in the cheap seats, which is where I was, because even with the cheap seats, I spent three hundred dollars on a ticket in the Hollywood Bowl. Um, I mean, don't yeah. tell anybody. I went into debt getting that ticket. Right. Um, but yeah, I was like a couple rows away from that area so i quite literally got to be like look we had a good run you were on my wall as a fat head for many many years i mean but i think it's time that we both move on and i think he took it to heart because then he went and had a baby and he got married in vegas not in that order not that it matters her body her choice yeah but my whole point of this was i need somebody to re-record r kelly's hits like taylor swift is doing right now with her scooter bronze stolen discography thing yeah and then I can enjoy those songs. That so if anybody reasonable. wants to do that, yeah, please. Like, could you let us know? 
We can call the album Separating the Artist from the Art. Oh, then could we also have Eeny Meeny by Justin Bieber on there too, but a cover? Because like, no shit, that slaps. It slaps. I don't don't know it. I'm so far removed (sighs) from all of this. Uh, Anyway. I'll sing it to you after this because I don't want to give him plays either. Fun. But like, that's one that I like break it down to like as white as I can (laughs) get. All right, well then we got to go so you can see me break it down to Eeny Meeny. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I can't, I can't move my mouse to turn this off. Oh no. (laughs)